Hello and welcome to Acts of Volition Radio. This is session number 20. And for any of you that might be new to Acts of Volition Radio, it's basically just me talking about some what I think is great music. Just a bunch of picks. I'm going to play them for you, just like a traditional radio show. And uh, this, the 21st session, is uh, got a bit of a theme. We're looking at, well, I'm never really sure what to call it, but kind of, you know, hard music, heavy music, loud music. I sort of touched on this in the fifth session where it was, uh, that was focused on great guitar songs, not necessarily hard or loud, but they, a lot of them turned out to be. And this is also a bit of a longer session than normal, just because there was a lot of great loud music. And uh, I'm going to start off with a band from Australia, actually. And this was brought back to me f- by some friends of mine that uh, went and spent some time in New Zealand, and they discovered them down there. And they've had several albums, but this is from the one that these guys brought back. Their self-titled album from 1998. The band's called The Living End. And it's just a great, raw, rock and roll, punk kind of sound. The song's called Prisoner of Society. Well, I am well on it. 
As the living end with Prisoner of Society. Those guys are from Australia. Next band, these guys cleaned up at the Juno Awards this year, the Canadian Music Awards, Canadian Music Industry Awards, I guess. Um, really bizarre, unique sound, which is kind of nice lately because I think they're actually doing quite well commercially. They've been quite popular on you know MTV Much Music, or so I believe. Uh, the band's called Billy Talent, and it's an excellent name for a band. I'm an enthusiast of fine band names. Billy Talent is it, it comes from a a movie called Hardcore Logo. It's a really really great rock and roll documentary, but it's it's totally fictional. Uh, and uh lead singer of the Headstones actually plays the the lead in it. A guy who plays well, the guitar player from the band Hardcore Logo in the movie is uh, named Billy Talent. That's a sort of punk name. And he's played by a guy named Callum Rennie, and who actually is... He, you've probably seen him in a bunch of other movies, but he's in he's an alien Cylon in the Battlestar Galactica series. Extra nerd points for that, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, really great rock and roll movie, Hardcore Logo. I highly recommend checking it out. And something interesting about this... Uh, uh, the CD, it's the self-titled disc from Billy Talent. Their producer, uh, his name's Gavin Brown, actually won Producer of the Year, partially for this work. Uh, and he's actually, I recognized him as the drummer from Big Sugar, but apparently he's also played as the drummer for Sarah Harmer's band, uh, Jim Cuddy, when when they were touring, uh, Jim Cuddy from Blue Rodeo, uh, Danko Jones, and he's done. he's doing a lot of producing now, which is really cool, and it's a really well-produced album. The song is called River Below, and I think this was a single, so there's a video for it. Really unusual sound, kind of a punk, I don't know, I'll, I'll let you listen to it instead of describing it. Billy Talent with River Below.
Talent with River Below. That's a pretty unusual sound, isn't it? It's really the the album's quite good. Uh, if a little, I don't know each song is a little bit similar, but it's with such a unique style, I guess you can't really get away from that. Another good band, Chevelle. These guys, when I first let's see, I first heard of them because their first album, which is called Point Number One, which was released in uh, 1999, it was released on Steve Taylor's Squint Entertainment. Uh, record label, and I've talked about Steve Taylor a bit before. He's a, a singer-songwriter that came out of the Christian music industry and really bizarre stuff. Uh, but Chevelle is a you know pretty heavy band, and the first album was produced. The Squint Entertainment label album was produced by Steve Albini, who was known for the work he did for Nirvana and who else did he work for? He did work for Bush and. But he's mo- most well known for his work with Nirvana. He actually produced the uh, Sandbox album that I've played on here before on the exceptionally well produced albums session of Acts of Volition Radio. And uh, so it's it's surprising that he did it, but it has his signature really raw, stripped down sound. And the album never really went anywhere for the band. And they got picked up by uh, Epic Records, and their ne- their next album released in 2002. It's called Wonder What's Next. It was produced by uh, Garth Richardson, whose his sort of moniker is G.G. Garth, G-G-G-A-R-T-H. And this guy's like rock and roll producer. He, he's done Rage Against the Machine, the Chili Peppers, and all kinds of bands like this. And it has that really well-produced, um, in a different way than Steve Albini. It's just more produced. It's like a lot of modern rock radio. But it worked for Chevelle, and it really... It really took off for them, and this was one of their big singles and one of their big MTV hits. It's just a good, heavy, loud song for driving in the car. This is called The Red by Chevelle. They say freak when you're singled out. Yeah. 
Chevelle. And these guys have a new album out actually now uh, with a few singles that have been playing on the radio recently. This next band I would presume would have been quite a heavy influence on Chevelle. The Deftones are like sort of an institution in heavy, loud, hard music. And uh, what sort of attracts me to the Deftones is that they're loud, they're angry, the music is aggressive, but it's not stupid. It, it's smart music and you know there's this musicianship underneath it and this depth to it the song i'm going to play comes from the the 2000 the, the year 2000 album called white pony and these guys uh it's, it was released on the, the maverick label that madonna owns actually the song's called change in the house of flies and you'll definitely hear the the influence that they've had on chevelle from the previous track and just a good rich song with a lot of dynamic range and there's one little detail to pay attention to at the very beginning of this song. You can hear the the snare rattling from the snare drum as the other instruments generate vibrations. And I, I really love when you can pick that up in the studio because it generates, even though there's no heavy sound playing at the time, it creates a sense of, of power and there's, there's a looming feeling to it that, you know, it's there. Nice touch. This is Change in the House of Flies by the Deftones.
played the band Poor Old Lou twice before on Axe Evolution Radio, and once in Session 4 and once in Session 5. And uh, I'm going to play another track from their album, Sin. It was released in 1995. Uh, the copy I have is one stolen from a church library. And it's not tr- what you'd traditionally think of as, as heavy, but there's something about the production of this album, and this song in particular, that just feels loud. And there's a key distinction there between heavy and loud it's not really really heavily distorted like something like you might get like in a you know metallica that has that really really heavy but it just is loud i can't figure out how else to describe it and it doesn't matter what you're listening to it on you can listen to it on the tiniest little laptop speakers or headphones or in like a booming car stereo no matter what the volume is set at what you're listening to it through you get a sense that when it was recorded it was loud and I wish I knew the engineering behind that, what creates that feeling. But it's powerful, and that's one of the reasons that I love this song. It's called My World Falls Down by Poor Old Lou from their 1995 album Sin.
down from uh, one of my favorite albums ever, Sin. Now Radiohead isn't a band that you usually think of as very heavy. Uh, they have some pretty strong guitar-driven stuff. Uh, if you've ever heard their cop, their uh, cover of Killer Cars, or, sorry I don't even think that's a cover, uh, but their version of Killer Cars is a pretty strong guitar song. Right. There's a song they have called Palo Alto from their uh, the 1998 EP that was released in, in the U.S. called Airbag, How Am I Driving? And it had the uh, the single Airbag on it from OK Computer, and it had, I think, six other tracks. And uh, one of them was, I think, the last song is, is this called Palo Alto. And it has a really, really cool uh, harmony or, or, or counter melody in the chorus that you should listen for it. Um, and it has this sort of classic creep guitar hit. Um, it's it's almost like a, a symphony hit. And there's a lot of noise going on, but it just has a great driving guitar riff right in the chorus. And it's something that I would really love to hear live. This is Radiohead with Palo Alto.
Palo Alto, from their 1998 EP by Radiohead. Uh, another British band that I've played before. Also in the, uh, actually, in session number five, which was the, the great guitar songs, Acts of Volition Radio Session. And another one of my favorite bands of all time is uh, Catherine Wheel. And I'm going to play a track from the 2000 album Wishville. And the song's called Lifeline. It's pretty neat. There's a, there's a, there's a line in the song that goes sail up high above the Pyrenees and when he sings that song it the music and the rhythm and the melody it actually creates a sense of soaring a sense of flying and it sounds kind of corny but it's really quite powerful I think and it's a really great guitar song as most Catherine Wheel songs are this is Catherine Wheel from the album Wishville with Lifeline Follow the lifeline I labeled so neat Through every lifetime from scars that run deep Follow the love tracks unraveled unmatched Put me the right train I'd love to nip back Round the mountain 
Lifeline by Catherine Wheel from the album Wishville. Uh, Jimmy Eat World is another band that you might not think of as very heavy. It's pretty pop-oriented stuff, and they're really catchy songs. But if you listen to this stuff, there are you know good, solid driving guitar riffs behind these songs. And I I've never seen them live, but I imagine it would be a really great, uh, great rock and roll show. Just there's a lot of good, solid guitar in it. I'm gonna play a. A song called A Praise Chorus, which was a. It was on the Bleed American album, and it came out as the second track on the Bleed American single, I think. But I don't know if it was. A, I don't think it was a single of its own. But what I really love about this song is just a solid rock song. And the near the end of the song, where they're repeating the, uh, the, the Joan Jett Crimson and Clover over and over, it's just a really beautiful melody over a driving guitar line which is kind of a kind of a Weezer style thing you can definitely hear the Weezer influence great song though Jimmy Eat World with a praise chorus Are you gonna live your life wondering standing in the back looking around
chorus by Jimmy Eat World. Now back when I was in high school and in university, I was in a rock band and we were never very good, but we had a lot of fun and we mostly played our own songs, but we played a few cover songs. I remember I was somebody was asking us once, uh, you know, what what cover songs do you play? And I told them, you know, we played a couple. We played a Weezer cover and we played a song by Rancid and the person looked at me kind of surprised and said, "You guys cover a Rancid song?" And I remember at the time being a little insulted, but when I think back now, um, it was a totally appropriate response they had. We were not nearly hip or cool or punk enough to play a rancid song, but we it was so much fun to play, and it, it was fun because it was a great fun song. We used to play uh, Ruby Soho from the uh, from their '95 album, uh, and out come the wolves. It's just a fun song to play. Oh, I, uh, if I only had a copy of us playing that, I'm sure it would be. It's probably for the best that I don't have a copy. Let's just put it that way. And uh, they do it better themselves anyway. This is Rancid with Ruby Soho. <laughs> So, 
I, what a dork I must have looked like covering that song. Hmm. Great song, though. Rancid uh, with Ruby Soho. Along those same musical lines, I'm going to play a song by The Descendants, great punk band. Uh, the song's called Lucky, and I don't think it was released on any of their albums. It's from the soundtrack to the movie God Money. This came out in 1997, and there was a whole bunch of great punk bands on uh, on the soundtrack to this movie. The MXPX was on there, Pennywise, and Blink-182. And I, I actually, whenever I hear this song, I think back to, uh, I remember a road trip that our band took in, in the late 90s. We went up to Cape Breton to visit from my friend Jeff. And this was on a mixtape that we had in our van. And it is permanently burned into my mind that whenever I hear this song, I am in that, in that van on that trip. And it is an excellent song. And for those of you who might be listening to this loudly at your office, there's a brief moment of profanity in the song but it's totally tasteful this is lucky by the descendants Get the one with the heart 
That was The Descendants with Lucky from the God Money soundtrack. Now, the band P.O.D. is, I don't know, they sort of walk that line where they come really close to cheese. But I think they usually avoid it. And uh, they have some really fun, really, it's, it's that sort of new metal sound. I, I cringe when I say that, but some of this is good stuff. And I'm going to play a song from their album Satellite. And I looked up on the, the Wikipedia when this album was released. And it was, it's interesting. It was released on September 11th, 2001. And how strange it must have been. You know, For them, an album release would be a big deal in their lives. And it totally dwarfed by you know, terrorist attacks. And you know, th- that's a trivial little example. It's just a, a rock band releasing an album. But think of how many things would have been going on that day and the days after that people you know people would have been planning weddings and just all kinds of things that would have been totally dwarfed by that I don't know bizarre little tangent there but um, <laughs> on a more positive note the, the song is called Boom and I refer to it as Bang in my workplace and I am still mocked for that and I think appropriately and what <laughs> what I like about this song is it's just unabashedly it's almost metal. It's like there are these there are these quiet stops where everything stops and then it comes in heavy again. And it's not just the instruments stopping. They take it in the studio and they make it dead quiet, which is, you know, it's kind of a cheesy studio effect, but it, it makes for a pretty cool sound. And how can you not like a song whose first lyrics are ha-ha? This is Boom by P.O.D. Work. Commit my life to rebirth Well respected cause that's my word And I'm sure you heard 
like me now <laughs> I don't know P.O.D. that's Boom from the album Satellite another great kind of heavy punkish band also with sort of weird Christian music industry ba- background like P.O.D. has is MXPX I've always loved these guys I'm going to play some more of their stuff in some upcoming shows and I think I've played some more some in previous episodes as well the song I'm going to play here is just a short instrumental song uh, it's from their 1998 album slowly going the way of the buffalo which I was never quite sure but I assumed was a reference to the style of sort of punk pop music that they played I don't know though uh, and there's also a great live version of this on their uh, their live CD called at the show the song's called the theme fiasco this is MXPX
That was the theme fiasco from MXPX. And I'm going to be playing some more MXPX in some upcoming sessions of Acts of Volition Radio. Now, so far, so good, right? You've enjoyed the music so far. I have to give you a bit of a disclaimer here. Things are taking a left turn, a hard left turn, and we're headed towards the cheesy 80s metal zone. And this is a bit of an indulgence for me, and I just have to get it off my shoulders. I'm an Extreme fan, the band Extreme. Now, people probably know them from the More Than Words single and the Wholehearted single that followed it up. But like most 80s metal bands, their ballads were played on the radio, but they were all about the guitar wankery and that kind of stuff. And these guys were good at that. And they were a bit smarter than the average cheesy 80s metal band, but, you know, just a little bit. Although they improved a lot through their later albums. Anyway, uh, I shouldn't have to apologize for this. I like Extreme. There you go. The world should know. Now, they, their guitar player's name is Nuno Betancourt, and he's freakishly talented. And I'm going to show that off with this first track. This is from their second album. It came out in 1990, which is pre-Nirvana. It's called Porno Graffiti. And a bit of a disclaimer on this, that he's not actually picking every single note of this. There's a, de- a delay or an echo pedal that he's playing with. But even knowing that, this is still pretty extraordinary. This is The Flight of the Wounded Bumblebee by Extreme with Nuno Betancourt on guitar. say I didn't warn you. That was uh, Nuno Betancourt from Extreme with the flight of the wounded bumblebee. I don't know how you can't like that. It's timeless. Speaking of timeless, some more stuff from the early 90s. This is 1990, same album, Porno Graffiti, also from Extreme. Again, pre-Nirvana. This is the 80s had just ended, and you'd barely know it from this, but uh, this song is called When I'm President, and there's a pinch of the Beastie Boys in this. This is When I'm President by Extreme from 1990s Porno Graffiti. I remember it well, I was just about My dad said, son, what do you want? It didn't ring no bells, but I said, I'm a bit too young, what do you want from me?
gonna do it. And that's about as political as most cheesy metal music gets. That was When I'm President by Extreme from 1990. I don't know. I like it. What can I say? Now, those last two tracks, there was some metal 80s cheese going on there. But really, that was 1990. we got to get actually into the 80s. And i got one more track for you. And I'm really turning up the cheese here. This is the first Extreme album. And... They matured a lot from album to album, so but they had to start from somewhere, right? So this was from their self-titled album, <laughs> of course, Extreme. What a what a name! And it, this came out in uh, in 1989, and this might sound vaguely familiar to uh, 80s movie buffs. This was in this song was featured in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, one of my favorite movies of all time. And this it's the scene when they're in the mall and. Beethoven, or Beethoven, as Bill and Ted like to call him, uh, is playing this song on the uh, keyboards in the music store. And uh, also, Genghis Khan is trashing a sporting goods store at the same time. That is a classic film. Yeah, the song is called Play With Me. Amazingly cheesy, unbelievable guitar solo. This is extreme, and thanks for listening. (laughs) 